Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Somebody sounds excited and ready to hear the word of God. Amen. On that note, let's stand to our feet. Welcome you to Thursday night Bible study. Amen. Before I forget, uh, we will not have Bible study next Thursday. Next Thursday is Thanksgiving. However, we will be here Tuesday night. And we will have a Tuesday night, Thanksgiving night service. And so if you are interested in being here and want to be a part of that, uh, we would love for you to join us, whether virtually or here in person. Tuesday night will be our Thanksgiving night service. As we know, there's many of us that um, our Thanksgiving is going to look different this year uh, because we're laying low and not trying to get too much inside, too much outside traffic coming inside. And so we're limiting um, how we uh, interact with one another. And that's right. If that's what we need to do to stay safe, uh, let's do that. So Tuesday night, hopefully we'll have a good time here and uh, just experience the blessings and the goodness of God together and then Thanksgiving when you're with your loved ones uh, you can just allow the Lord to just continue to saturate you so Tuesday 730 same time same place and we'll just let God have his way amen amen good to see everyone um, you know I'm always quick to point out to you be careful with the news be careful with the news, because when you listen to the news, they just get you all worked up. And even when you try not to be worked up, you find yourself getting worked up. If you're like me, I walk past and listen to it and still get worked up. You know, because I walk by, I said, okay, you're saying how many people um, has the virus and um, you're not talking about the people that overcome and feel better and do better. And so that always gets under my skin when they don't report the, the, the positive. They report the negative all the time. Me and news have a big problem because they don't report positive. And if they do, you know, 10 seconds of positive, two hours of negative. <laughs> you know, I'm like, come on, people. Stop doing us like that. So the only way you can, um, you know, I guess the best way to deal with them is just shut them off. Listen to something different. Watch something different that you don't have to deal with um, what's going on. I know I always talk about sports and um, it, it, it's sports mimic our world in so many ways. And um, here's a positive for you. Um, 
a lot of our sports after they come to understand. This is important, I believe, for us to understand how to go about dealing with corona. A lot of our sporting events shut down initially when corona started. But after they figured out what was going on, how things are going, how do we stay safe and all of that stuff, they started back up and they put in place, um, you know, measurements to be sure that you do your best to get to stay safe. Now, they knew it wouldn't be 100 percent, but they knew they would put measurements in place so you would be safe. And so from time to time, people will contract the virus and they will shut down and you know, they'll deal with it and open back up. Jobs does that as well. So my point of saying that to you is that's how you want to look at it so you don't become fearful that things are still going. And yes, there's times you have to put stronger restrictions. But things are still going. Just be sharp, be safe, and understand that, you know what, we're going to get through it. It's just, you know, the things that go along with what we're dealing with. So some people will get it, they'll get healed, we'll keep moving forward. Some people won't get it, and we'll just keep moving forward. And that's how we have to look at it. If we're going to look at it uh, like the world is going to end, if something happens, if we contract it, then you're going to be a nervous wreck. You won't be able to live in this world longer. You'll die of a heart attack before you'll die of corona. I'm serious. If you keep just looking the way it's going, you'll die of heart attack before Corona because they'll put so much fear in you that you will just, you know, can't function right. So just understand that it's in our world. We know that. Um, but the good news is people are being healed. And I mean, there are some people I don't even know if they took anything. They just quarantined for a little bit, you know, lost a little bit of appetite. You know, you know, maybe had a little bit of aches and shakes and all of that stuff. And, you know, after the quarantine, boom, they're back to normal. And so, you know, we don't hear about those things because whatever reason. But just understand that it's part of our life that we're dealing with now. Um, but it doesn't mean we stop living. That's, that's what I'm saying. Let's not stop living. Let's just understand we have to be safe, be careful, and um, do what we have to do to keep living. And the Bible says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And so I have to tell you, part of living is making sure the spirit and the word is working in your life. That, that, that's the main part of living, matter of fact. So I cannot do without the word and the spirit. Uh, I hope you can't either, but I can't do without the word and the spirit. It's how I live. Amen. And we prove that because we go on fasting and things like that and we didn't die. Right. But if we are not taken in the word and the spirit, you will die spiritually and then eventually you will miss out on eternal life. So let's understand the significance, the significance of uh, making sure the word and the spirit is feeding our soul so we can live. Amen. And so let's go before the Lord in prayer tonight and ask God to just uh, have his way in our Bible study. Um, I want the word and the spirit to, to have his way in our little Bible study here tonight, our little cozy Bible study tonight. And for those of you that are joining us virtually, um, I want the word and the spirit to work mightily in your life just where you are, because we know God is present 
everywhere all at once. And so what he's doing right here, he can do right the same thing right where you are. Amen. Let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, how we love you, Lord. Oh, how we adore you. Oh, how we worship you and we praise you. Truly, oh God, we're so grateful to be your children and for you to be our God. Lord, we humble ourselves under your mighty hand. And Lord, we ask that you have your way in our thoughts and in our heart tonight. We repent of our sins, Lord God, for we know we have sinned and come short of your glory, O God. And tonight, Lord God, we humble ourselves and we ask for your forgiveness, that you will forgive us of our sins and that you will cleanse us from all our unrighteousness and that you will purge us from all iniquities and that you will wash us by the washing of the word that we may be clean. Tonight, Lord God, we want to have an experience with you. We want to have an encounter with you. We want the word and the spirit to work in our heart, in our soul, to work in our midst among us tonight, Lord God. Father, we ask you to have your way, Lord God. We are endeavoring, Lord God, to be on fire for you. We are endeavoring, almighty God, to follow you, Lord God, and walk by faith and not by our sight, Lord God, and live, almighty God, according to your statutes, according to your commandments, Lord God. Tonight, Lord Jesus, I pray that we will have an encounter. We will tonight, Lord God, experience the touch of your hand and the moving of your spirit, Lord God, and the revelation of your word, almighty God. I pray for each and every person that is represented here in person and those that are represented as our virtual audience, Lord God, that you will move on each and every one, Lord God, and that, oh God, our lives, oh God, will not be the same after tonight, Lord God, but there will be an increased desire, Lord God, for us to please you, to live for you, to serve you, to come together in unity as one, and to walk by faith and not by sight, and to do the will of God, to be, oh God, one who is on fire for you, Lord God, and one who would be a soul winner, and one, almighty God, who truly will give themselves to you. I pray tonight that you have your way, Lord God, touch the ears of the hearer, that they will hear what the Spirit is saying, and the hearts, Lord God, will be open to receive the engrafted word of God, and the speaker, Lord, to be anointed, to speak as your oracle. Oh God, tonight I pray your will be done, your kingdom come, and oh God, that we will give you the praise, the honor and the glory, for there is none like you, Jesus. We pray these things tonight in Jesus' name. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We honor you. We honor you. Come on. 
Open up your mouth and thank the Lord tonight. Open up your mouth and shout unto the Lord. Let him know you're grateful, you're thankful. The Lord is good. His mercy everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. Oh God, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Have your way tonight, oh great God. We thank you, oh great God. There is none like you, Jesus. There is none like you. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. We had a great um, family Zoom meeting on Tuesday. Appreciate all of you that were on that Zoom conference. It's a great, great opportunity for us to come together. Uh, we don't get to see all of, we don't get to see each other uh, sometimes together in the house of the Lord. And so it's good to connect. And so Tuesday we connected. Whatever you can, I think it's a good thing to get on. Brother Bob got on. We were, we were glad to see Bob. <laughs> and so many of you that got on, um, we appreciate you participating. Uh, this is your church. We are a church family. We are a church family. We are a church family. And the only way we're going to make it to heaven is if we are a part of the church. Uh-huh. We don't get to heaven by ourselves. It doesn't matter how much you are good if you stay isolated. If you stay to yourself, you can't get to heaven on your own. Just can't. That's not the way God designed it. And so in order for us to uh, get to heaven, we're going to have to get to heaven as a family, as a body, and not on our own. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, let's get into the word of the Lord. And um, let's see what the word of the Lord has to say to us tonight. We started out last week with a new series that we said we will get into, and that series is entitled, A Blessed and Privileged People, A Blessed and Privileged People. Last week was lesson number one. Tonight will be lesson number two. And so we will get into lesson number two. And lesson number two will deal more with our position in Christ, our position in Christ. Uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 19. We're going to read verse 19 through 22. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19. We're going to read 19 through 22. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. I think you ought to make a great notation of Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 19. It says, now therefore, this is talking to born-again believers, now therefore ye are no more strangers. A stranger is a person with whom one has no personal acquaintance with. 
So when this say now, therefore, ye are no more strangers, it means that you are no more one who does not have any acquaintance, any personal acquaintance with the family of God. So now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners. What is a foreigner? Foreigner is a person from outside one's land, country, town, or nation. So we're no more strangers, meaning that we're no more a people that don't have a personal acquaintance with the family of God. We're no more foreigners right and that means that we 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 are not people that's not a part of the land the the city the town the nation and it goes on it says but what are we now we are fellow citizens what are fellow citizens a native of the same land the same town the same country so we are fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of god that right there, we can just stop and begin to thank God and says, man, God, what a great, great statement the Bible has made about us that are born again, that we are fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. You and I have read about the Apostle Paul. We've read about the Apostle Peter. We've read about these great men of God. And if you're like me, I think about them says, man, my life don't measure up to those guys. They are awesome. They 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 have done great things for God. And my poor little old life is just nothing compared to theirs. But when you look at the big picture, according to the Bible, we are fellow citizens with them. We are just like them. God, look at all of us as one once we are born again. So we are fellow citizens with the Apostle Paul. We are fellow citizens with the Apostle Peter. We are fellow citizens with John and Bar, Bar-, Bar- what is his name? Barnabas and um, Bartholomew and all of those great men of God and great women of God. We are fellow citizens with them because it, we are part of the household of God. I think sometimes we ought to just remind ourselves of that because uh, when you can remind yourself of things like that, you know, when you get down or when you feel like, you know, things are just not working the way it needs to work, you can remind yourself of what you are a part of. You have to remind yourself because even sometimes you can look around in the local congregation that you're a part of. Obviously, every local congregation is what makes up that one body. And so sometimes you look in the local congregation you might say man what's going on you know I wish we would do this or I wish we would do that and and sometimes those thoughts will come to your mind but just remember when those thoughts come to your mind it's all right because God placed me there and I am a part of the big family of God that will go to heaven one day so while I'm not always feeling like everything is great I know one thing I am a fellow citizen with all the great men and women of God and I am a part of that household, that family of God. Somebody say amen. Verse 20 says, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. Listen to this. In whom ye also are built together for 
a habitation of God through the spirit. And so if you read it carefully, it's letting us know that as people of God, fellow citizen, family of God, we are built together.